This is the Milo Beasley Show. This is the Milo Beasley Show. There's only one thing you need to know. This is the Milo Beasley Show. And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to the Milo Beasley Show. Uh, super excited for this week's guest. Uh, you, you've seen her work uh, all over the place, but most notably, very recently on uh, it, And Just Like That, the, uh, the sequel to uh, Sex and the City. Please help me welcome at this time, Timmy Woods. How are you doing? What am I doing? I'm visiting you, of course, on TV. <laughs> and it's a pleasure being here. Yeah, so uh, so uh, off air, you mentioned you were in Florida. So how are you enjoying this this Florida? I mean, well, you're you're normally from Southern California, so it's not too different, right? Well, actually, it's it's, it's a real journey. But as you know, the Sex and the City is a journey throughout the whole world. Right. So therefore, it began in California, and from here I go to New York. To New York. Well, that's going to be a, a that that temperature change is going to be quite different. Well, New York, I will do a show in New York. And aside from that, I love New York. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great place. So you're doing a show. When is, uh, when is the show? Is it this weekend? Well, actually, I'm doing a trade show. But, oh. it's going to be, but it's going to be very interesting because, as you know, trade shows have not really be, been done for two years. Right. And it's so nice reaching out to the people again. And I love meeting people. So therefore, it's an ideal place for me to start my next recreation of, of what my career is going to be about. Right. Now, when you do these shows, do you get inspiration from, the, from you know, the, the people you talk to, the things you see? Is that where inspiration comes from? Mm -hmm. Well, it's definitely fun. But, uh, you know, naturally, what it does also, it stimulates how I think about what I'm going to design. Right. And so all of a sudden I'm thinking about, you know, I think I should do some bags that are wrapped in metal. Like do combinations of woods and metals and things like that. Right. So that's, that's probably where I'm headed next. That's, that's fantastic. Now uh, let's, let's start a little bit at the beginning. So when did you, you know, determine, you know, that life direction that you're going to become a fashion designer? Is it something you went to, did you have to go to school for that? Uh, you know, talk, take us back to the beginning. So if somebody who, who is interested in that, you know, sort of life, they get an idea okay, of where to well, start. I've been making bags a long time. <laughs> and I made bags even before I made wood bags. And I think, the, and what I really want to do is tell how it got started. Because I think it's extremely motivational for people. Right. I had just had a baby. I was divorced. And I said, okay, I checked back into school and actually the Fashion Institute. And I went, well, I wanted to take a pattern making course. I was in that class for two weeks and the teacher looked at me and she goes, why don't you do what you have to do? And I walked out of school that day and I said, you know, I really don't know what I want to do. <laughs> And, but I want to do something that I'm not going to have a big inventory. I've got X number of dollars to start and I knew nothing about leather. And I decided I love leather and I'm going to start making leather handbags. And from there, I made a Thunderbolt pack 
backpack. I made big triangular shaped handbags that would be super fashionable today. I made arm bags that were in the shape of circles. I made some really wonderful things and then had no idea how to cut them. I cut them with a scissor, <laughs> found somebody to sew them. And two weeks later, I walked into New York and I sold Bloomingdale's, Bendel's, and Bergdoff's, and I had a window in Bloomingdale's. And that was really how my, it initially got started. And as I put That's incredible. It, it was, do you know how sometimes when you're on the right frequency, it just flows? And I right. knew, I, I could actually feel that frequency. So I just followed it. <laughs> and right. now sometimes I mean, it goes up and down because of so many things that that happen around us. But so okay, did you so always? I to, but I can tell you how I got to Patricia Fields. What happened okay. is, what happened is, is that I have made wooden handbags for many years. Right. And I love the Eiffel Tower. I love France. I've been in France so many times in my whole life. My best friend is French, and. Uh, so I had a store on Robertson. In the window was the Eiffel Tower. Pat was driving past with her associate and who saw the bag in the window and goes, oh my God, look at that. We need that, stop. And she hung a U-turn, pulled in front of the store, jumped out, walked into the store and nobody helped her. I was in Japan doing a television show and I called the, my office that day and I go, oh, who came in? And they said, Patricia Fields came in. I go, what did she want? They said, we were too busy to help her. I go, what do you mean you were too busy to help Patricia Fields? I got on the phone, I called her and I go, what do you want? She goes, I want the Eiffel Tower that's in your window tomorrow in New York by noon. And she had it, I guarantee you, by 12 o'clock the next day. And so that, and that was the first television show where, not the television show, because I'd been on before, for right. the first movie. Oh. And, and that was when, you know, that was when she went to, when Sarah Jessica Parker, who was Carrie, went to Paris right. with Mr. Big and they picked out the apartment. Right. And how romantic to go on their honeymoon and how wonderful for me, because it was just an additional support system for the business. So now, all of a sudden, Airbird calls me and they go, we're gonna use your bag in a closet. I go, okay, because so many people use, believe it or not, use the bags for decoration in the closet. Hmm. And then I go, then I go, uh, okay. Then I get a call and I go, do you know that your bag is going to be used now in the movie? But I had no idea that it was going to be used in the last segment. And, pardon me. And, uh, okay, I thought it wasn't going to come out until August. The next thing I know, here it is. It's all over television. What can I say? As you know, Carrie goes to Paris because she's so depressed and she doesn't know what to do with the ashes. And she loved Mr. Big so much. 
that she takes her Eiffel Tower, goes to the bridge on the Seine, which, and I know all this like the back of my hand, and dumps ashes into the Seine. And then that becomes the beginning of her new life and the Seine that we have, and just like that. Yep. And that is kind of what life is about. Life is, and just like that. So that's the story about this Eiffel Tower. That's 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 Tower, incredible. Yeah. So this Eiffel yeah, Tower. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. There, so this okay, scene, this, this scene right here. This is that in that picture. I obviously, you know, the original scene in her green dress, and then you see our picture, mm -hmm. and then you see. You see Carrie in her very right. chic Valentino. And she looks beautiful. So I can absolutely be more so yeah. Crazy. So there's the, the, the original, the original, and yeah. then the uh the, the last scene. Well, actually, I mean it, it incredible story. So you didn't know. So what was that? The one that she's carrying in that film and in, in the new picture uh -huh. is not the right. original one. What happened to the original Eiffel Tower? Uh huh. It was auctioned off for charity for homeless women and brought $59,000. And I thought that that was just really phenomenal. So then they had to call you to get another one for the, for this last, uh, well, actually, for the sequel? I, I'm really, you know, I never asked that question. I'm really not sure because I know that some of the staff have some of the Eiffel Towers. Oh. So they may just go. But I know that oh. the writers, that the that the writers really decided that that was that, how they were going to write the last scene. You know, I mean, and, and, and what a scene it is. Did you ever think that your bag would be used as, uh, as an urn as well? I, I don't want to say final resting place because it wasn't, but you know, as something like an urn, did you ever think that your bag would, would serve for that purpose? Well, I'll tell you, I was extremely happy that it got auctioned off for charity and brought that money. And if people ask me what one of my proudest moments would be, I would say the fact that that one of my designs could help somebody else. Because for me, that's very important. And what we're doing with this particular Eiffel Tower is it's going to go to the PAD project. And the PAD project is all about women. And my niece is one of the people who created the PAD project. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens on this, with this particular one. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I definitely looking forward to you know following on the socials to see exactly what what happens with it. Uh, now, uh, you know, back to um, you know the 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 movie. Did you? So they told you it was going to be used, but they didn't tell you it, how it was going to be used. Correct. They never said it. So, and so and then it was really it, it what can I say? It's a pleasant surprise. 
Now, when it was when it was used the first time around on Sex and the City on on the on the TV show, um, did sales for that particular bag? I'm guessing that they just they just boomed. Well, I can say this: the first time it was used, right? I ended up going to Germany to to show the Eiffel Tower and. Then it's also in the museum in Amsterdam, and it and it's on the cover. Oh, this is fantastic! There was this. I had this is the hundred year anniversary of the Eiffel Tower, and so there was a book made about the Eiffel Tower. One side is all about the architecture and the structure of the Eiffel Tower, and on the back side happens to be Carrie's leg holding the Eiffel Tower. Low, and all you see is her leg and the Eiffel Tower. Right. And what they talk about in the book is how inspirational the Eiffel Tower has been for designer and artists forever, not forever, but since the creation of the Eiffel Tower. And that's that's really, really, really nice. That I mean, that sounds incredible to to be able to see that and know that you know that was. You know your work you know that's uh so do you have any other do you have any upcoming or new releases that you were excited about that you were that you know that uh that are in your shop or that you have ideas of that you're really excited about well i think what i'm excited what, what i'm doing is i'm now presenting fashion differently oh sense. okay what i'm doing is for instance God, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry I shipped it, but I'm making them big and I'm making them statements. And by the way, the these bags do double as home furnishing accessory items. So people do leave them out. You know, they, they leave them out to be their decorative accessories, which is nice. Right. And am I excited? I think I'm excited at the perspective of going back and I used to make bags that when you open up the inside lights up, well, guess what? I'm going to be just moving into making so they open up and shine. I'm going to be doing a lot of new different things. That's why I started mentioning the, the metals, the metals and wrapping them in metal and doing things because I think that there are just so many dimensions that can be worked in. Right. And the, the other thing I'd love to do is, I would love to make a huge Eiffel Tower for the fashion district and donate it to them. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm picturing that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I come from Beverly Hills, why not Rodeo Drive? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, it sounds like, you know, as you said, the Eiffel Tower has been very influential and, in art and fashion and design. And it sounds like it's been very influential in your own life as well. That's true. That's very true. And fashion has always, it's always been an inspiration for me. And it's been an inspiration, not necessarily because my mother was interested in fashion. She was always interested in dressing my sister and I in you know, very fashionably. And which I didn't realize at the time when I was having matching bows put in my hair to my dresses. I just thought that was normal. And uh, anyhow, 
but she didn't care about it for herself. However, my girlfriend's parents, you know, moms did. And so therefore I had inspiration more from my, you know, my mom's friends than necessarily from her in fashion per se. Cause she was really a real estate developer. Oh, okay. So yeah. So, hmm. So the fact, yeah, you wouldn't think, uh, that the two would, uh, you know, intermix like that, but. Yeah. She'd be better off discussing things with the banker. <laughs> then, you know, then thinking about fashion, that was not her thing. Although she could do absolutely anything in terms of making anything. That's uh, that's fantastic, and and that's going to lead me. Uh, I want to go ahead and, and jump into this. Usually, I save it for a little bit later, but uh, it kind of leads into uh, a little thing I like to do on every show. It's called the Milo Beasley Show. Frequently asked questions, and I'm going to ask mm -hmm. you the same five questions that I ask to every single one of my guests, and and that might be something related uh, down the road. So, but the very first question is going to be. What was the very first concert you ever attended? Oh, God. Probably. I want to say Nate King Cole. Oh, that's very I was, cool. I want to say Nat King Cole and, um, and Barbara Streisand together. What? And it that's was incredible. And Hollywood Bowl. And I was a little, obviously, it was a long time ago. Wow, that is that is incredible. <laughs> say that one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, nobody's gonna. I mean, I think you have everybody, everybody beat. That is, that's an incredible. What's so? What? Uh, what was the last time you went to a concert? Obviously, longer than two years ago. When was the last time I did what? I uh, went to a concert. Oh, I, I I would have to say probably about. It would have to got a long time ago really now but i have danced with the monkeys <laughs> and i mean i've done a lot of dancing so oh, yeah? therefore you know all right I have question number two a lot of concerts a lot <laughs> i bet and especially like elvis was part of my time period oh and yeah then, and then slipping into the beatles when the beatles were first discovered in that period of time Absolutely. What was your Big, first uh, concert? My first concert was Eddie Money. Oh. Yeah. The the 80s singer. Yes. Mm. And that was what year? Oh gosh. It was it was Never in the, mind. It was, you don't have to mention the year, it's all right. Uh no, it was it was like early. I mean it was it was early nineties, I guess. Early nineties. I think. Hmm. All right. Question number two. Do okay. you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Absolutely. Yes. I believe it, that we definitely have another dimension. I believe in the soul. I believe that sometimes it does get stuck between dimensions. Sometimes I tune in on that show where they're trying to photograph the ghosts. Oh, right. And so have you, have you had anything weird happen to you though? One time I was reading a book on, 
Oh, God. I was reading a book basically on different dimensions and about it was called In the Light, Living in the Light. And I was in a hotel room in the Philippines. And I really felt this dimension open right in the room. Oh, wow. And all I can tell you is I closed the book immediately because I knew that I was not ready for this, that I didn't want to walk through it. Right. And that I wasn't ready for it. And to this day, I have not picked up that book. I didn't throw it out. I know where it is. You, so you still have it. But I don't touch it. You know what? I I don't blame you. I I don't blame you. I once uh, played a, a DVD. It was, uh, you know, one of those uh, exorcism type movies. And my DVD player broke. Like that was the last movie that that DVD player played. So I had to toss out the DVD player. But then I kept the DVD because I didn't want any bad juju coming back to me for throwing that out. So I am with you 100%. I understand why you kept the book, but haven't opened it. I'm with you on that one. Have you ever been to a seance? I have not. I have not. I've one once. And it was very interesting because the man's name is Brian Hurt. And he's in, he's some, I haven't seen him in years. Anyhow, he asked this girl, he goes, I feel, I feel something around you. He goes, I feel something with berries. He goes, I think they're Logan berries. She said, that's my great grandfather. He made Logan berry jam. I thought, I thought that was rather interesting. Yeah, it always. Uh, I, I'm not sure where I stand on 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 that, but I always find that stuff super interesting. All right, question question number three. I, I I step back from it for quite a few years, but I do find it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I you know there's I feel like there's something there. All right, so we're gonna move on. to Question number three. Now here's here's where I said you know a little bit of you know. In a movie about your life, who would play your parents? In a movie about my life, who would play my parents? Oh yes. my god. So a little um, bit of a mix, you know, a little bit of a, a twist on the who, you know, who would play you, but who would play your parents? God, I've never really thought about that. I thought about writing a book, but I have not got I, I don't, God, I, I'd have to give that a lot of thought. I don't think I just answered that because the woman who would play my mother would have to be a very powerful woman. And the person who would be my father would have to be somebody who is very calm and who had oh, okay. to sit and was able to portray a sense of humor. Okay. So I don't know who that would be yet. Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head and get, throw out uh, suggestions, but I can't. But yeah, that's a that's a that's an interesting dynamic. Hmm. Oh well, you'll have to call you'll have to call me back again after I think yes. about that. Yes, yes, we'll, we'll we'll swing back to that one uh, <laughs> later on. All right, question number four: Who is your favorite person to follow on social media? I would say 
fellow. Okay. And the reason why I say her, I actually I saw the movie last night. And um, I really like her. I like her as a person. I like the fact that she's come out of Puerto Rico, you know, from a Puerto Rican heritage. I think right. she's and what she's done for herself. And I think that she's not afraid of admitting her mistakes. And I see where she could be extremely loving to her children. And I like the fact that she and uh, and Anthony, you know, still maintain a good relationship. Right. And I think uh, I really I just like her. I do. I genuinely like her. Aside from the fact that I like her dance, I like her dancing. Period. And I like most of her clothes, not always all of her clothes, but I like 99% of them. All right. So the, the movie was called Marry Me, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what... and, right. and it was interesting, even in the movie. And it came out the fact that she wants truth in a relationship. Right. Whereas so many of these people really don't know what the word means, you know. We Agreed. Both, we both know a lot of people in the business. And the question is, what are they looking for? So what's your uh, what's your what's your rating system? Is it two thumbs up? Is it is it five stars? What is it is it five is it five bags? What's uh what's what's your rating system on 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 marry me? <laughs> well I haven't really given them five stars. It's either yes or no. Okay. So I like them or I don't. And this was a, because a yes? Rating, I wouldn't want to be rated because of the fact that people always mistake certain things. Right. So I can, I work more in vibrations. What? And then something you said leads us directly into our last question of our frequently asked questions. Again, you said, you know, you know, a lot of people in the industry and in the business, but has there been that one time that you had a big fangirl moment where you uh, couldn't, where you just couldn't talk to somebody, you got tongue tied, you got weak in the knees, but you really wanted to meet them? Actually, yes. <laughs> but, and that would be, I'll tell you who I really like. I like the guy from Virgin Galactica. Okay. Okay. And I would really like to see, this is not Hollywood style though. I, I'm more metal on things like this. I really like the way he thinks. I like the fact that he's a creator. And the fact that when you think about it, even right now, he's come out with this new cruise ship line and the way that they're advertising it, it really makes it look like it's fun. Right. And then when you think about Virgin Galactica, and I'm not saying that you don't have a lot of these other Gigarata guys, but a lot of them have hidden, they have more hidden meanings where right. I think that I, as I said, I just really like the way he thinks. I like the fact that he created Virgin Galactica. He took a place in the Mojave Desert about 15 years ago and started and really began his space project. And then he has yep. a place in Australia. 
I sold on television in Australia also. So he has a place in Australia that's a great resort to go to. He has, he really has fun with his life. And he also includes his wife in it. And he talks about his mom. So he hasn't lost track of, of a different reality, you know, the reality of your family. So I like him. He's somebody I'd like to meet. That, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, as far as what's coming up next, again, like you said, you're, you're going to a trade show. Do you have, uh, an, I, do you, do you have a, a piece that you haven't released yet that is going to be coming out soon? Well, I can tell you when I will come out with them. I'm going to the Philippines after New York. Okay. And it takes me about three months to really from start to finish on new samples, at least. Right. And this, and the factory is really just starting to get moving again. And that's what the Eiffel Tower has really helped it to do also. Absolutely. And it's been interesting because my workers, I've had my own factory. And so my workers have really, they've kept in touch with me. And they go, oh, when are you coming back? What are you doing? Da, 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 da. And so I'm going to be very happy to see them and they'll be happy to see me. That, that, that's great. Is there a, and is there we'll a start creating things? We'll start thinking about new, as I said, not only new materials and I'll do new design because I'm already in my brain. That's what I'm thinking of now are all these new designs that I want to come out with. That's, that's fantastic. What is the most, do you have a, do you have a most outlandish bag that you've ever made that you're like, this is going to take a lot of work. I think the most amazing bag was really the bag that I made that when you open it up, the inside lights out. I knew absolutely nothing about it and decided that I would begin to make the bag. And, <laughs> and, and so I learned all about switches. I learned all about single pull, double pull switches. I mean, right. now I totally constructed differently. But at that time, it was way ahead of its time. And I actually backed off from it because, well, I guess because I didn't think the world was ready for it at the time. But now, I mean, now I go into solar this and solar fabrics and fabrics that, that heat your bodies that, you know, that maybe you can even adjust to a certain temperature so you can be walking around in your environment as you want it. I mean, if you can do a virtual reality with, Glasses. Why can't you do a virtual reality with fabric? Ooh. So That's something. Yeah. So those are the things that I think about. That's. Oh, I'm interested to see where that where that goes. Is there a, is there another fashion designer that you have not collaborated with that you would like to collaborate with? Oh, of course. <laughs> Let's see. Who would it be? Well, I think it would be fun. I If I work with somebody like Betsy Johnson, Betsy Johnson and I think too much alike. You know, we're very whimsical and things like that. Right. I think I'd like to work with somebody who's an engineer. And in terms of designing, in terms of designing, it would be nice to work with somebody like an Armani or someone who is really, because 
our money, for instance, is excellent at structure. You know, he, he engineers yes. his brackets. Uh, but it would definitely be an engineer, somebody engineering mind. Right. I I agree. I like that. I like that train of thought. And I like, you know, again, with that, with somebody with that train of thought, that, that mindset, uh, you don't know what you can create until you do it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you've actually given me a lot of things to think about. I'm because I should think about who would I really like to work with. Absolutely. It's all about the collaboration. It's, it's 2022. It's all about the collaborations, right? Right. I mean, I know that I'd like to do shoes and I'd like to do this and I'd like to do that. And I know that I've turned down a lot of people in the past. But now it's time to not turn them down and to, shall I say, spread my wings differently. Yes. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a... a it's a, a good way to, to look at it. How long have you been doing your show? I have been doing my show for seven, almost eight years. So uh, seven and a half years at this point. And what's your goal with your show? My goal what is to, really my goal is to have a talk show is to have a, you know, like a Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jay Leno, Johnny Carson type talk show where, I uh, interview guests and then we do segments and then, uh, you know, be able to reach people and, and tell people's stories. I really want to tell people's stories is, uh, I, I really love listening to people again, never met you until tonight. And, you know, now, now I, I can, I can, that. I can help That's tell your funny. story. I thought about having a talk show also just from the people that I meet like you, you know, you meet so many people that are interesting and so many people approach you and I, and you have a sense of humor. So that's great. When I think about women, by the way, somebody I'd, I would like to meet would be Oprah because Oprah is an achiever and Oprah has also given back. Absolutely. For sure. So she would rate as one of them. Yes, I would. Uh, I would love to. I would love to chat with. I mean, you talk about storytelling and the, the, all those. You know, the the people who stories that she has given out over the years. I would love to sit down and and chat with her and pick her brain about. Now she had a, a, again. Now she didn't have a, a late night talk show like a a Kimmel or a Fallon or a, a Johnny Carson, but she had a different type of talk show and told stories. I would love that. You know, I just, I just want to tell people stories and that's, and that's why I, I do what I do. And for me, I'm more of an Anthony Borden or type person. So therefore you'd have to put me in different places around the world. Right. Uh, yeah. I would love a travel show too. I love traveling. What's your, uh, so besides Paris, because I know Paris, uh, again, has a special place in your heart. But do you have a, a favorite place in the world that you like that, that you've visited and that you would either like to visit again or just really love and in, in, in your heart is there? And it's interesting if you could like 
maybe stay in a place for a week instead of just doing it for 24 hours because right. you would get a different feeling. Of course, there's a little bit too much going on in the world right now. It's in most places. But I'd still, I'd like to do New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I think New Zealand would be very interesting. I've done it. Into, I, I mean, I've spent time in a lot of places. I like, I love Bali. But as you said, there are so many good characteristics that these people have. They under, a lot of them understand living in the middle road. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, if I can tie people, for instance, instead of having the highs and lows, they understand this middle life, a calmer life. It's, it's right. less hectic. Right, less stressful. It's different. Hmm. And anyhow, there's, there's is so much to experience with this. So I should find you somebody that you would love to talk to, like Oprah. Or yeah. who else would you like? Who else would I like? I mean, when it I mean, uh, uh, somebody, uh, you know, again, a lot of the people who I would like to talk to and, and pick their brains are people who have done this, you know, the Conan O'Brien uh, day. Oh my gosh. I would love to sit with, with Letterman, you know, uh, folks like that who have been there and understand and have been able to get the most out of telling people's stories. Mm-hmm. Well, you're headed so, in that direction. I'm trying. I'm Too trying. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there uh, one day. Uh, you know, it's uh, baby. I feel every day is baby steps. Uh, but as long as as long as you keep moving, you're moving in the right direction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I just keep along my, you know, my little path, and. And I think I'm going to just have to reach out more and what? stop rejecting. It's not necessarily rejecting. I find that, especially in pandemic times, people are afraid necessary. They're afraid. They're afraid to communicate to other people. I see it in men and women where they sit down and they're afraid to look at each other. And I saw something. I had dinner in a restaurant last night, and it said, don't be afraid to reach across the table. I like that. That's a good, oh, that's a good phrase. Don't be afraid to reach across the table. I'm going to have to write that one down. Uh, it, it was actually, it was a Thai restaurant that I was in. You know, and when I saw it, I just thought, that's so true. To not be afraid, period. Right. Okay. One other question. Uh, so what when, of, what kind of animal do you have? So I'm sorry, what? Do you have an animal? I do. I have uh, two animals. I have, uh, I have a dog and I have a cat. What kind of dog? Okay. I'm losing them. Well, 
I think I lost you. I'm here. No, you're back. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a, uh, she's a very fast dog. So if she ever gets out, uh, it's, it's definitely a race that I'm going to lose. That's great. Uh, do you have any, any pets? I have a standard poodle who is black and white. She's a party poodle and she comes to work. So therefore she speaks many languages, <laughs> but the most important part about her is the fact that she's super intelligent from being around people all the time. Right. So I would say her vocabulary is at least it's, it has to be at least 300 words. <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredible. Recently I read an article on teaching dogs to paint. There's oh, way, teaching, teaching dogs to paint. On the, you know, on the grocery stand, and it's called a dog's mind. Understanding a dog's mind, and in there are three articles on people who have taught dogs how to paint, and the dogs really enjoy it, and they're selling their work now for thousands of dollars. I need to teach my dog to paint. And one of the dogs who's been painting a while actually picks out the colors that he likes. That's interesting because, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, dogs can't really see color, right? They see sepia tones, right? At least that's the, the thought. If you get a chance, pick it up. Or if you okay. can't pick it up, send me a, a note and I'll definitely get it for you. Fantastic. I will. You said it was called what, a dog's. What was it? Yeah. And I'd like, I would well, still like to, I know that my dog should be a working dog. She's meant to be a working dog. And that's why she's so hyper. But I think <laughs> her job right now would be probably to work at the, the French Open collecting tennis balls. <laughs> Something like that. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, before we wrap up, when, if folks want to follow you on the social medias, they want to follow your, uh, you know, your Instagram, um, or they want to go to your website so that way they can see your current lines. Uh, where can they go? Well, I'll tell you, my website is timmywoods.com. There we go. I think we have all the information there at the bottom. It's going across your screen. Instagram. There we go. Yeah. We got it for everyone. So that way everyone, because when, when you do go, you know, like you said, you're, you're going to New York uh, and then you're going to the Philippines. So do you like, do you like to share your travel adventures on your social medias? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So that way we can, maybe if there's a, a sneak peek at the next designs, it'll be right there on, on your Instagram. Definitely. And if, and if you think of something that you'd like me to make, let me know. Fantastic. Absolutely. So everybody watching, if you, if you have ideas, you know, uh, def definitely, you know, send that message. Now you have three, uh, three stores, right? Correct. Just, you three know, stores. Like, I, I have a penthouse apartment. That's a showroom. Oh, okay. People like to come up to it and the reason by appointment and the reason why they like it is because it's private and I have a very nice patio off of it. So they can have their margaritas and have total privacy shopping. 
it's it really is it works very nicely right and right and, and we can be open at any hour you like oh and yeah i mean if it's private gonna, shopping nobody's gonna complain if i'm open at midnight <laughs> this is it's really nice this is true uh any any last words uh for for folks before before we wrap up my last word would be enjoy your life and do what you love most always that's oh and one other thing don't forget to give <laughs> Do not forget to give. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, for chatting with me this evening. And thank you all for watching. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button, but more importantly, tell your friends. Uh, again, thank you so much for, for spending the evening with me. And I will definitely be in contact and I'll talk with you soon. And I have to tell you something. It was very nice being on your show. And I really like the fact that you asked different questions than most people do. So again, well, thank you so thank much. You very, very much. Also. Have a nice <laughs> thank you. Bye. That's what I, tr I try to do. I want to, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. I want to tell your story. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone. And we will see you next week.